Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes every Sunday and Monday morning. The inspiration for this podcast was a desire to talk about things that our younger selves needed to hear, whether that was 30 years ago, 3 years ago, or yesterday. You are listening to a Sunday morning sobriety episode where we explore all aspects of physical and emotional sobriety. And it's important to note that I am not an expert or the final word on this topic. I created this series to share my experience, strength, and hope with anyone on the journey of physical or emotional sobriety. After listening to this episode, please subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Audible. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sponsoring this podcast with a monthly donation by clicking the link in my Instagram bio at Love Letters and Mixtapes or scrolling down to the notes section of this episode. Today, we are exploring step 10 in the 12 steps. And at the end of this episode, I'll share some questions and journal prompts for anyone interested in doing some of this work on their own. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory. And when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. So steps 10, 11, 12 are very often referred to as the maintenance steps of this program. And I've always had very mixed feelings about that because somebody could hear that and almost minimize their impact and importance when actually these are the steps that we will hopefully be using every single day for the rest of our lives in recovery. And yes, there is, of course, an aspect of maintenance there, but another way to look at them is that they very quickly become the air in our lungs the compass when we're lost, and a template for how to show up for ourselves, for the world, and how to connect with our higher power. And at this point in our journey, we are very familiar with the inventory and amends process because we develop these muscles in steps four, five, eight, and nine. This step involves a commitment to continue to keep an eye out for any defects of character and to keep our side of the street clean. Step 10 also consists of a commitment to readily and promptly admit when we are wrong. That reinforces humility and honesty. Last week, I read the ninth step promises from the big book. And this week, I would like to share this paragraph that immediately follows the promises. This thought brings us to step 10 which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for a lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone. In the big book, it also says, when we are disturbed, it is usually because we find some person, place, 
thing or situation, some fact in our lives, unacceptable. So what does that have to do with physical or emotional sobriety? It doesn't seem as if it directly relates to alcohol or substance misuse, except that it really does. Because those behaviors were just one response to our inner experience of the outer world. And when we stop drinking or using, we still have hundreds of behaviors that we know of to rely on that are just as harmful, just as disruptive, and just as self-sabotaging. We can be physically sober and say incredibly hurtful things. We can be physically sober and justify crossing someone's boundaries. We can be physically sober and lie to the person that we love most in the world. We can be completely sober and still respond to each and every disturbance in our inner and outer world with blame and reactivity. And this is why the 10th step is so important. Because we didn't do all of this work to spend the rest of our lives blaming people, places, and things for our feelings and behaviors. And we are highly skilled at taking other people's inventories, even if we're not that good at doing our own. And this is why the steps guide us into a practice of holding ourselves accountable with daily action and direction instead of asking us to elevate our skills of judgment and blame of other people. And you know, one of the biggest misconceptions that I often see and hear about 12-step recovery is that it gives people a victim mindset and tells them that they have no power. That's a gross misinterpretation, and it's usually shared by people who have never really worked the steps, or never read the literature. This program is about understanding what we do have power over and what we do not, and being in acceptance of that instead of harmfully exerting control whenever we're disturbed. Step 10 reminds us that it is time that we take responsibility for our actions and promptly clean up our role in all matters from this point forward. And this requires being willing to release selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, or fear at the very moment that they occur. Step 10 puts into practice the spiritual principles of vigilance, maintenance, and perseverance. Now, the other side of this that people often forget is that by regularly engaging in a personal inventory, we will have a healthy understanding of what is not working in our lives, but we'll also have an understanding of what is working in our lives. And it really does make sense that we can't identify the times when we are wrong unless we have also identified the times when we've handled things better or in a healthier way or more justly and use this as a basis for comparison. So this step is not about punishing ourselves on a daily basis and only looking at our flaws. It's actually about increasing our awareness of ourselves on a daily basis. It's about taking the finger that we point at everyone else and turning it on ourselves not to humiliate us, but to invite humility into our lives 
into our thoughts, our relationships, and our decision-making. And I wanted to share a list of helpful 10-step questions that may or may not make sense immediately if you're new to this step, but they'll provide us so much clarity if we continue to ask them of ourselves on a regular basis. Have I sought out the guidance of my higher power today? What have I done to be of service today? Do I see any old patterns in my life today? If so, which ones? Have I been resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Have I set myself up for disappointment or self-sabotage in any way? Have I been worrying about yesterday or tomorrow? Did I allow myself to become obsessed with anything? Have I allowed myself to become too hungry, too angry, too lonely, or too tired? How am I practicing self-care and self-regulation? Am I taking myself too seriously in any area of my life? Do I suffer from any physical, mental, or spiritual problems? Which character defects played a part in my life today? What did I do today that I wish I hadn't done? And what didn't I do today that I wish I had done? Has there been any conflict in any of my relationships today? And how did I respond to that conflict? Am I maintaining personal integrity in my relationships with other people? Have I kept something to myself that I should have discussed with another person? Have I lied by omission? Have I harmed another or myself, either directly or indirectly? Do I owe any apologies or amends? Where was I wrong today? If I could do it over again, what would I do differently, and how might I do better next time? Did I stay sober today? Was I good to myself today? What were the feelings that I had today, and did I use them to choose principle-centered action? Did I go to a meeting or talk to another person in recovery today? What do I have to be grateful for today? Now that is a list that I use. By no means is that the only list. By no means is that every question we should ask ourselves. But I do think that it's a really great place to start if we're new to this. And I don't imagine that we are going to do this all the time, every single time we do something where we need to self-reflect. But I do think that it's really helpful as people committed to a path of recovery that we have these questions accessible to us at all times. And that way we just build that muscle memory of constantly referring to them. And maybe that really helps us and releases us. So if we find ourselves in a tricky situation at home, at work, in our relationships, instead of using our best thoughts, which never really bring us to a great place to begin with, maybe we can rely on these questions instead. 
And if they're readily accessible to us, if they're on our phone or our desktop, or we keep a copy in our wallet, then we can always reach for them. And we begin to rely on that muscle and rely on these questions to guide us into right action throughout the day. And we can be particularly hard on ourselves, but we are people who have committed to strive for progress, not perfection. So while I'm sure that many of us could easily weaponize this list and use it against ourselves, I really want to remind everyone that this list is about keeping us in balance and alignment. It's not about making us perfect. It's not about seeing how we are the worst person possible at all times. It's about living in harmony. And I also wanted to share a few more questions for anyone interested in journaling about step 10. Are there times in my life when I am confused about the difference between my feelings and my actions? Have there been times in my recovery when I have been wrong and not aware of it until later? Are there any common themes, relationships, or situations where this happens? How do my wrongs affect my own life? How do they affect other people's lives? Why is the 10th step even necessary? What is the purpose of continuing to take a personal inventory and doing that not just in moments of crisis when we feel like we might have crossed someone or harmed someone, but doing it on a regular basis, no matter if we had a good day or a bad day, no matter if we're grateful or resentful. Why is a 10th step necessary? How does the 10th step help us to live in the present? And why is that helpful? What does promptly admitting that you were wrong mean to you? Have there been situations in recovery when you felt uncomfortable about acknowledging something that you had done well or something that you had done right? Which behaviors and attitudes do you need to be most aware of to prevent yourself from relapsing physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally? Well, I hope those journal prompts really help. I hope the 10th step inventory that I shared also really helps. And until next week, make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform. Check out this week's playlist on my personal Spotify account. And join me on Instagram and TikTok for daily journal prompts at Love Letters and Mixtapes. If you enjoyed this episode, consider making a monthly donation to support this podcast by clicking the link in my Instagram bio or scrolling down to the notes section of this episode.